You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. It's a special service, hence we are looking so beautiful. <laughs> Correct? Yes. Celebrating what? Our, our heritage. Yes. So this morning I want to share with you on what I title celebrating our rich kingdom heritage. Hmm? Come on, do you believe, do you know, do you realize that you have a rich kingdom heritage? Yeah, and we need to celebrate that as well. So it's not just about our natural heritage, although that has its place, but I want to bring it into the kingdom. I want to bring your mind into the kingdom because our natural heritage is all going to culminate into different expressions of the kingdom of God. Are you following me? Diversities of expressions. And that's how God operates. God is not boring. God is not as boring as religion makes him to seem. I'm telling you. Did you hear, did you hear uh, MJ's, about MJ's vision? God dancing. Did religion ever tell you that God dances? But do you know in the Bible it says he will dance in the midst of his brethren? Yeah. God dances, God rejoices, God sings, God shouts. Hallelujah. God gets angry. Yeah. So... There are different faces. <laughs> so depending on what he wants you to see, you will see it. But get ready. Keep seeking God, I'm telling you. Keep seeking God, keep seeking his kingdom, and he's going to blow your mind. He's going to blow your mind. Don't be satisfied with religion. Don't be satisfied with just being, you know, just, just playing church. This thing is real. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's real. real. Yeah, it is real. Yeah. So we need to celebrate our kingdom heritage. Okay? And I, I, I was checking the, the dictionary, rather, for the word heritage. It talks about traditions, achievements, and beliefs that are part of the history of a group or a nation. Okay? So, traditions, achievements, beliefs that are part of the history of a group. It's something transmitted It's usually acquired by a predecessor, and then it's handed over. So there's somebody that has gone ahead, hallelujah. Somebody that has gone ahead, and that's why in the kingdom, we are so privileged because we have a very rich heritage, a very rich heritage. And I want you to know that we are in a situation where there is a major war that is going on. There's a major war that is going on. The enemy is fighting 
And it's a war for dominance. It's a war for dominance. Why is there so much terrorism? It's a war for dominance. Do you agree with me? It's a war for dominance. They want to dominate by the spirit of the bondwoman. That's what the, the Bible calls that spirit. You remember when Hagar, uh, when Ishmael was, was uh, persecuting Isaac, Sarah came up and she said, the son of the bond woman is not going to be heir with my son. And she said, she said to Abraham, cast out the bond woman and her son. Before Isaac came, he was Sarah's son by, by, uh, by right. Because at that time, if, um, if you have a slave, the slave belongs to you. The slave has no right. Are you getting me? The slave has no right. So if the slave, anyone that is born in your household belongs to you. So legally, Ishmael was Abraham's son. And he was Hagar's son as well. Legally, according to tradition. But when Isaac came on the scene, Ishmael began to make fun of him. Began to persecute him. And when Sarah saw that, she says, cast him out. And reluctantly, Abraham had to send him away. But she called, she called him uh, the bondwoman. And the spirit. And we know that Ishmael is the father of the Arabs. Okay? Yeah. He is the father of the Arabs. So the Arabs came, they are descendants of Ishmael. They are the ones causing a lot of havoc in the world today. What are they trying to do? They want to dominate. There's a fight for dominance. But you see, not only through them, as the enemy is also fighting to dominate our culture. So he's introducing a new culture to this generation, and he's using, he's using pop culture, right? He's using the media. Are you following me? He's using music. Come on. Yeah, he's using music. He's using Hollywood movies and so on to introduce a culture that is going to dominate humanity. So it's, it's, it's a fight. It's a war that is going on. Don't be fooled. Things are not the way they appear. Okay? Things are not the way they appear. It's not the music you hear are not just ordinary entertainment. They are music with a mission. Are you following me? What did I say? Music with a mission. So each time you listen to music... Begin to ask yourself, what is the mission of this music? Yeah, don't be naive. There is a mission. And the music is powerful. It's, it's, it's a very powerful tool. Yeah, it's a powerful tool. So be careful what you allow into your house. 
Be careful what you allow into your heart. Be careful. Before you end up fellowshipping with demons. Yeah. There are some music that are not from this world. I am telling you. Okay? And we're not being religious here. We're just speaking facts. Truth. This is the truth. And I'm telling you, I can prove it to you. If you want more details, come and see me. I'll give you full details and show you how certain, certain actions were linked to certain kind of music. Okay? So that, that is important. There are many people that have been demonized through music. Through movies. There are certain movies that are like portals into hell. Pastor, this is scary now. I thought you were going to preach about celebrating <laughs> our kingdom heritage. Yeah, it's part of it, but you need to know what's happening behind the scenes. Okay? You need to know what's happening behind the scenes. So, the enemy is fighting. It's a fight for values. So, he wants to instill his own values. But you see, we have kingdom values. Am I correct? There, there is a kingdom culture. There is a kingdom value. Right? Yeah. Which we must be aware of. You are called. That's why Jesus says you seek the kingdom. Because if you don't seek the kingdom, you don't know what you are missing. You need to seek it in your prayers. You need to seek it in your, in, in your actions. In the things you do. Always ask yourself, is this kingdom or not? Where does the kingdom fit in what I'm doing? Okay? In everything you do, your, your strength, give, give, give it to the kingdom. <laughs> your abilities, give to the kingdom. Your resources, give to the kingdom. Your time, give to the kingdom. If you are not paying attention to the kingdom in terms of who you are and what you have, you will be surprised later on in life to discover that you have missed a major part of your heritage. Hallelujah. So, we have a, a kingdom heritage that we need to celebrate. There's something that the tradition not just of our ancestors, our natural ancestors, but our spiritual ancestry. Okay? Because we have a spiritual ancestry. And there is a heritage that has been passed down to us. Which we need to discover. Okay? We need to, to, to begin to search the scriptures so as to identify the heritage that we have. Okay? Yeah. So, you are African. Oh, yes, we are Africans. But did you realize the kind of heritage 
that Africa has in the kingdom. You need to search that out. You need to search that out. How many people have heard, oh, uh, Christianity is a white man's religion? Come on. You've heard that before? Yeah, those statements are statements of ignorance. Right? They don't know the scriptures, neither do they know history. Yeah. It's a lie. It's a lie. Both from the Old Testament and the New Testament, Africa played, played a major role. A major role in the things of God. Did you realize that Abraham, after Sarah died, Abraham married an African? Did you realize that? Okay. Yeah, Keturah. Keturah was an African. And she, she even had more sons for Abraham than Sarah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So why, where is this white, white man's religion from? Christianity is for every nation. Amen. Hallelujah. It's for every nation. It's for every culture. It's for every tribe. And it's for every people. And don't allow the devil to exclude you from your heritage. Don't allow that. It's a lie. It's a lie from the pit. Africa, Africa was a blessing to Jesus. Remember when he was a baby and they wanted to kill him? They, Herod wanted to kill him. Where did God take him to for refuge? To Egypt. Where is Egypt? Africa. God had to use Africa to hide Jesus. Don't you think that there is a blessing for Africa for that? If you do it to his own, you will not go without your reward. Yeah. So if Africa protected Jesus and preserved his life, guess what? We have a heritage. Are you following me? There is a blessing for Africa. I don't care what people say when they say Africa is a cursed continent. I'm telling you, Africa is the most blessed continent. It's the most blessed. And the West know that they cannot survive without Africa. Because this is the richest continent on earth. Why did God put all the resources into Africa? Why? The gold, the diamonds, the oil, the copper, huh? the uranium. The list is endless. It's endless. Why would God put all of this in Africa? Go to Europe. What resources do they have, apart from human resources? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. But you see, they've been able to master the, 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 the ability to manipulate, okay, to manipulate the systems of this world to their benefit, okay, 
to their benefit so that they can extract our resources. Pastor, is this politics or is this kingdom? Where do you want to hear the truth? Huh? Where do you want to hear it? Yeah. Let me tell you, everybody's brain is being washed. But it depends on who is washing your brain. Yeah. Everybody's brain is being washed. The media is washing your brain every day. How many people listen to news every day? Yeah. Okay. It's being washed. There's, there's a media soap that they're using every day. Washing and washing and washing and washing. Hallelujah. But I'm just telling you the truth. And you can go and research what I'm saying. And you'll find out I'm telling you the truth. Okay? So you are blessed. You are not cursed. Amen. Do you understand? Amen. You are a choice people. Amen. And you are part of God's plan for the end time. The wealth in Africa is meant for the expansion of the kingdom of God. Amen. The reason why God put so much wealth in Africa is because that's what he's going to use to propagate the gospel. And that's why you need to start thinking kingdom right now because if you don't and you only think of you, yourself, and, and whatever, then you miss the plot. You miss the plot. Start thinking kingdom. Start praying kingdom. Start, you know, start adjusting your life to make the kingdom a priority. Because that's how you're going to access your heritage. Okay? That's how you're going to access your heritage. The time will come that certain things, will, the, the, the proportion of miracles and the testimonies will begin to hear. You will know that nobody can do that. Nobody can do that. And the Spirit is telling me that there are some of you, a whole company will be given to you. I'm telling you. It will happen. So, but for that to happen, you, you have to first of all be aligned. You have to be aligned first. Because part of your heritage is, is being held by the wicked. Because you are not ready. So, the sooner we get ready, the sooner the Lord will begin to usher us into those things. Amen? So, don't apologize for who you are. Okay? You're beautiful. Are you getting me? You are blessed. You are highly favored. You are blood-bought, blood-washed, blood-bought, sanctified. Come on. You are a king. In God's kingdom, in God's empire, you are a king. You know, 
You know, in the days, in the, in, in, in the days of the Roman Empire, what happened? Caesar, Caesar was, he was the king of the empire, right? He was the emperor. But under Caesar, there were many kings. Is that not so? There were many kings under Caesar. So, God has got many kings. And you are one of them. You are one of them. It's part of your heritage. So, when we talk about heritage, there are things that come by tradition that are handed over. Handed down, they come by tradition. Okay? So, they're part of your heritage that come by tradition. So, when you look back into the scriptures, you see certain traditions. You will see certain achievements. You will see certain beliefs. Hallelujah. You see, certain beliefs that have been established in the kingdom, in, in, in the scriptures, are part of your heritage. So, why do you think God calls himself? He introduces himself as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He's trying to give you a root. Hallelujah. He's trying to give you a root so that you can get your bearing. Yeah. You, you didn't just, you didn't just, land, you're not just floating like a butterfly. No, no, no. You have some serious roots. Serious root. And the root you have is so blessed. Yo. It's so blessed. So think about how God related with Abraham. He called Abraham his friend. He wants to be your friend too. Because it's part of your heritage. Friendship with God is part of your heritage. Part of your heritage. You're not a slave. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Begin to think like that. It's part of your heritage. Amen? Amen. Think about people like Moses. Think about how Moses walked with God. Look at the power Moses demonstrated. I'm blown away each time I look at the life of Moses. Look at how he delivered the Israelites from, from Egypt. That's part of your heritage. When you read that, don't keep it in the pages of the Bible. When you read it, you say, wow, this is part of my heritage. It's part of my spiritual heritage, my kingdom heritage. Hallelujah. So you can, don't think it's strange that you perform signs and wonders. Because it's part of your heritage. It's part of your heritage. That's why you don't seek signs. It's part of you. Hallelujah. You know, there are some things by, by reason of where I am born, I mean, where, yeah, the family I'm born from, that are automatic for me. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. 
I can just go, I can go to my hometown now. A, there are places. I, I, don't, I don't need to, to buy land. You, you get what I'm saying? I just go and decide how much I want. I'm serious. Why? It's a heritage. It's a heritage. I just go and say how many hectares I want. This. If I was telling my brother, we need to go and now, let's, let's go and survey that place. Yeah. Because we're busy seeking the kingdom, that's fine. But there is something that is there. That is part of heritage. So I don't need to struggle. I just, all I need to do is go to my uncles and say, this is what I want. And this is what I want it for. Are you getting me? Yeah. Because I know my grandfather left some good, good lands. So I don't need to struggle for that. Just to decide. Why? It's part of heritage. So there are things that God has already prepared and set aside. Set aside for you. The fact that you are just born in Christ. In, in my language, you say shikena. Shikena means it's finished. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11. In Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11, we see the scriptures there. It says, look, at it. let's read it together. In him also we have obtained an inheritance being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. Hallelujah. It's part of your heritage. In him. How many people are in Christ here? You have a heritage. A rich heritage. Rich heritage. I'm telling you. You have obtained an inheritance. Do you work for an inheritance? How many people have worked for their inheritance? You, you have worked so hard to, to get this inheritance. Then it's not an inheritance. If it's an inheritance, you don't work for it. It means someone else has worked for it. You enter into it. And in this case, we enter by faith. By faith. Being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things. He's the one doing the work. When it comes to inheritance, you are not the one doing the work. There is another that is doing the work. And Jesus has done it. And that's why he works all things according to the counsel of his will. Let's read it in the Amplified so that, so that you can see. It says, in him we also were made. What? God's heritage. Hallelujah. Can you see? You are God's own heritage. Sure. God's heritage. Huh? And we obtained an inheritance for we have been foreordained. That's chosen and appointed beforehand. Before you could do anything. Before you even say, I will. Or I receive Jesus. You have been predestined. Amen. Hallelujah. In accordance with his purpose. 
who works out everything in agreement with the counsel and the design of his own will. So God decided certain things. This is what I want done. Right? I know people, they say, uh, there's, there's some confusion about predestination and all of that. But it's very simple. Predestination is based on what is known as foreknowledge. Okay? So God knows ahead of time. For example, he knows what you are thinking right now. And he knows what you are going to think when you, as you are hearing me. He knows what you are going to think um, as you hear the next statement I'm going to make. He knows. In fact, he has seen the thought already coming from afar. That's what the Bible says. He says he knows our thought from afar. So he knows your thought before it enters your mind. That's how powerful, that's how great God is. Come on, touch someone and say, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Come on. Hallelujah. Yes. Yeah, so he knows, he knows what you're about to think. He knows what you are going to think tomorrow. He knows what you are going to decide tomorrow. And that is why he said, Esau have I hated. And Jacob have I loved. Because he saw ahead of time the decision Esau was going to make. And he didn't like that decision. So in comparison that, to the love that he has for, for, for Jacob... The love that he has for Esau is like hate. And it's based on what the decisions he saw. So what are you going to decide? He has chosen, foreordained, appointed before time that everyone that comes into Christ, there are certain things he has ordained for you. Okay? Some people have taught that, oh, God has destined some people for heaven, some people for hell. How many people have heard that before? That's a lie. He has not destined anybody for hell. In fact, the Bible says it's not his will that any man should perish, but that all should come to repentance and to the knowledge of the truth. But he has given us the power of choice where we choose whether to accept his destiny or not. But he has placed before us Blessing and curses, life and death. He says, choose. You choose. Okay? But if you make a choice and you come into Christ, hallelujah, you come into Christ, then there are certain things that open up to you. They say heritage you enter into. When you come into Christ, you become royalty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You become He's, he's very special. The apple of his eye. Yeah. It's part of your heritage. To be favored by God. It's part of your heritage. To be blessed. It's part of your heritage. Hallelujah. You like that? Yes. You see the scripture? Psalm 139.2. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thought afar off. Hallelujah. So, there are things that come by tradition. There are things that come by birth. There's a heritage that comes by birth. Somebody say by birth. By birth. So, by being in Christ, by being born again, there's a heritage that comes your way. For example, you can now call God Father. Do you know that not everyone can call God Father? 
Not everybody has a right to call him father. Father for what? Who gave you the right? He's only your father if you come through Christ. They say, oh, well, God is our father. He made all of us. No, no, no. He is our creator. He's not the father of everybody. That's why Jesus told the Pharisees, you are of your father, the devil. If you were children of Abraham, you would, you would do the things that Abraham did. If Abraham, if, if Abraham were your father, if you were part of that heritage, there is a way you will treat me. And that's what Jesus was saying. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So, some things come by tradition because it's passed down. We, we hear of oral tradition. Africa is good for oral tradition. That's why Africans don't like to read. They just like to hear or watch. Watch DVDs. Come on. Just look straight. Nobody will know I'm talking about you. Hmm? Come on. <laughs> look straight. Yes. Miles Monroe said, if you want to hide something from an African, put it in a book because he won't read it. Is that you? No, that is not me. I'm more comfortable in a library than in my room. I can sleep in a bookshop. I love books. Hallelujah. I love to read. Read and read and read. How many people are like me? Oh, okay. Yes. You, so I'm in good company. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. If, if not that my wife is well organized, my house will be, my room will be like, there will be books everywhere. Because I like to wake up and then pick up a book. <laughs> Hallelujah. I like to sleep with a book. Yeah, she knows. Yeah, read, 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 read. Huh? Readers are leaders. <laughs> Hallelujah. So Africa has a very strong oral tradition. But we need to go beyond oral tradition. We need to begin to read what has been written. What has been put down? What are the documents saying about you? What is written huh? in the scriptures concerning you? Get into it. When you read your Bible, you say, Holy Spirit, open my eyes. You are the author. Teach me. Help me to locate myself in the scriptures. One of the things that made Jesus powerful was that he was able to locate himself in the scriptures. He just opened the book of Isaiah. Hallelujah. He gets into the temple and takes a scroll. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. 
He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Come on, let's read it in Luke chapter 4. Where he said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Why, why was, where did he get it from? He got it from Isaiah. He got it from Isaiah. It was written centuries before he was born. But he was able to locate himself in the scriptures. And so because of that, he was able to tap into his heritage. He was able to tap into his heritage. Amen? And I want you to be able to do that as well. As you read the scriptures, open your mind, open your heart, and check out what is it that is going to resonate with your spirit. Luke chapter 4. Okay, verse 18. Okay, verse 17 says, He was handed a book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it is written. Hallelujah. If you don't open the book, you won't find Hallelujah. Yeah. Hey. Ask your neighbor, have you opened the book lately? <laughs> have you opened the book lately? Because it was as he opened that he found. He found what was written. And then he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the captives. The recovery of sight to the blind. To set at liberty those who are oppressed. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And then he, he now closed the book. And gave it back to the attendant. And sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, What? Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Which scripture? What Isaiah wrote. Hallelujah. There are some scriptures you are supposed to fulfill. They are part of your heritage. You are supposed to be a fulfillment. Open the book. Don't be afraid. Oh, Pastor, the Bible is so confusing. I read it. I, I, I don't know what. I don't know where to read. Anywhere. Start. Just start from anywhere. Oh, I don't understand. Keep reading. Keep reading. Are there no times in school that they gave you a book to read and you, you struggled to understand what they're saying? Did you stop because of that? Huh? You continue to read until you understood. Hallelujah. But when it comes to the Bible, you don't want to work. It says, study to show yourself approved. Unto God, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing 
the word of truth. He says, in fact, he says, be diligent to show yourself approved. So there is diligence required when it comes to searching out your heritage. Oh yeah, you have a Zulu heritage, but you have a kingdom heritage. Come on. Touch someone and say, I think he's talking to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So by birth, certain things have been made available to you. Heritage. You need to celebrate that. Hallelujah. I'm so excited when I read the Bible now. Oh God. It's as if I've not read the Bible before. I said, what? You mean this is for me? Oh. Moses experiences, I can experience it too. Oh my word. You mean Joshua? Joshua said, son, stand still. That's part of my heritage, so I can walk in that too. Amazing. But if you don't read, you won't know these things. <coughs> Hallelujah. Jesus said, the works that I do shall ye do, and greater works than this, because I go to the Father. Jesus turned water to wine. That means I can do that. Stellenbosch wine lines. Wine, wine lands. If I start this ministry of turning water to wine, you are out of business. Kobo Sandabaha. They will be praying, say, oh, please, don't see that one. Don't see that one. Please, please, please. There are some scriptures Satan is praying you don't see. Don't see that one. Don't see that one. Please don't see that one. Because if you see that one, ha! Oh my God. That you can come and say, son, stand still. And the son starts waiting for the next instruction. Ah! is serious. But it's part of your heritage. And all of this is within the kingdom. And as a kingdom citizen, you have access to more than you think. More than you think. When you read, you, you, there are certain things that, there are certain things that are part of your heritage and you access them by law. Somebody say by law. By law. Okay. You access them by law. By law, what I mean is that it is written. Hallelujah. Because the word of God is law. How many people know that? Yes. Yeah. So, you just go into the word and you see, it is written. Then you say, it is written. And because it is written, I can stand on this. And because I am standing on this, this is going to be my reality because it's part of my heritage. It is written. It is written. You, you need to know, if you don't read it, you won't know what is written. Come on. It is written. Can somebody tell me something that is written? 
You, come on. What, 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 what is written? What? By the stripes of Jesus, you are healed. That's right. It is written. It's part of your heritage. So there is a law backing that. So anyone that goes against that should be penalized. Should be penalized. It's like anyone that breaks the law should be punished in the kingdom. Let me tell you, there is order in the kingdom. Do you think we are the ones that know how to govern? My goodness. The kingdom of God is governed by God himself. It's governed by God himself. And because he's the one that governs, he ensures. Come on. He ensures that what is written comes to pass. So when you, when you locate a scripture and say, it is written. And say, Father, it is written. In Hebrews it says, it is written of me. I have come. He says, behold, I have come in the volume of the book. It is written of me to do your will. Your will, O oh God, will I do. Hallelujah. It is written of me. If you don't locate what is written of you, you have lost your heritage. What is written of you? I know what is written of me. I know what is written of me. And I'm standing. And I'm insisting. And that's why I'm declaring the things I'm declaring to you. Because I can see it is written. It is written. It is written. Hmm? The time should come that we'll be able to do like Jesus did. When he saw somebody's hand was withered. And he said, stretch your hand. Can stretch it. And he got healed. It is written. It's part of your heritage. You can do it. Yeah, you can do it. How would it be? Wouldn't it be great? We just go to the place. In fact, where they, I don't know where the amputees are, where we can find them. We just go there and we say, grow. Hallelujah. Why? It is written. Hallelujah. It is written. Jesus did it. And he says, I can do it. So, I do it. It's part of my heritage. It is written. If it is written, then it is law. And if it is law, the whole of heaven backs me. The whole of heaven backs me. There's no demon in hell that can stop you. Witches should be running away from you. I, I, I find some, some Christians are afraid of witches. Hey, Pastor, you know, witchcraft. Ah, this person's witchcraft is strong. Yeah, somebody was telling me that. Hey, you don't know, you don't know, Pastor, you don't know what I'm dealing with. This witchcraft is solid. It's strong. I got angry. I said, stop talking to me like that. Don't tell me that kind of nonsense. You don't know what you have. Jesus said, you don't know of what spirit you belong. You don't know the spirit you have received. Witchcraft, my foot. Yeah. So I walk into a place where there are witches. And guess what? Shoot your best shot. If you don't kill me tonight, tomorrow, you surrender. Yeah. That's my attitude. And it has worked. I've seen them. They bring everything the next day. Put it down. And surrender. Why? 
I know my heritage. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and those that dwell in it. That's why I can go to any nation and be confident. It's part of my father's estate. Yeah. I don't need the minister of home affairs to endorse me. Heaven has endorsed me. Hallelujah. Heaven has said to me, wherever the source of your food tread upon, I've given to you for a heritage. It's part of my heritage. Come on. Don't be intimidated. Huh? How many people are foreigners here? Lift your hands. You, you are not born here. Okay, from now on, you are no longer a foreigner. No, I speak as a king in God's kingdom. That this is part of the kingdom. This is part of your father's estate. And I declare you a citizen. Hallelujah. Don't feel inferior. That's just what I'm trying to say. Don't feel inferior. Okay? Just make sure you abide by the law. Yeah, or else you'll be chucked out. I will, in fact, pronounce your judgment. Yeah. So, and anywhere you go, carry that mindset. Because of your heritage. No need to, be, to work for it. It's yours. It's yours. By inheritance. Hallelujah. There are some things that come. Oh, thank you. Look at that scripture. Hebrews 10, 7. Behold, I have come in the volume of the book. It is written of me. What is written of you? Fez, what's written of you? Hmm? Come on. Shikabahata. <laughs> Hallelujah. It says to do your will, O God. How many people will do the will of God? Yes. That's how you enter into your heritage. By doing the will of God. When he says do this, do it. You don't say, God, can you give me reasons? Ten reasons why I should do this. Number one, he is Lord. Number two, he is Lord. Number three, he is Lord. Number four, he is Lord. Number, number ten, he is Lord. Go and do it. Lord means final say. He is the master. He has the final say. He can decide when you will wake up. If he decides, it's finished today. It doesn't matter your plans. You, you agree with that? Yeah. So the reason why you are alive is because he decided to allow you to be alive. And some of you are so proud. You think you are keeping yourself. And sustaining yourself. You don't know that he is the one that has blessed you Amen. with life. Amen. Has given you the strength Amen. to work. Amen. To make a living. He gave you that ability. Amen. And you think it's because you are smart. You think it's because you are strong. You don't know. You don't know people who are stronger than you. Smarter than you. Who are not able. And yet... You have the right 
or, or you think you have the audacity to question his will and to question his lordship. You are too proud. May he not humble you. Because if you don't humble yourself, I'm talking to somebody and you know what I'm talking about. If you don't humble yourself, God is going to humiliate you. He will humiliate you. I'm telling you. This is the last chance he's giving you. Humble yourself. And you, when you humble yourself, you do it willingly. If he does it for you, you won't like the, 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 the process. You won't like it. I'm not saying that I don't want you to like me. Just hear it. like, don't come here again. You've heard it. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Come on, we have a kingdom heritage. Yeah. Uh, we have to celebrate the heritage we have. It's a rich heritage. There's no reason why we should be oppressed we should be living under and all of that. No, 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 no. You have a rich heritage. Okay? Yeah. Poverty is not part of your heritage. A anyway, it's not part of mine. I don't know. Maybe it's yours. It's not part of mine. I'm not, I'm not chasing money. I'm chasing the kingdom. I'm chasing the kingdom and while chasing the kingdom... Many things are there that I will find. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Find a lot of stuff. Amen. So that's why we need to seek the kingdom. Amen. And his righteousness. Amen. Every other thing Amen. will be added to you. Hallelujah. You know, in Luke chapter 12, Jesus made a statement. He was saying to the disciples, don't worry about this. Don't worry about that. These are the things that the Gentiles are worried about. Huh? Then he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. He says, do not be afraid, little flock. Amen. It is your father's pleasure to give to you the kingdom. It's his pleasure. Why? It's part of your heritage. It's part of your heritage. You will have it. You will get more than you bargained for. You get more than you bargain for. You know, I was listening to a lady. God bless you. See there. Luke chapter 12 verse 32. Do not fear, little flock. Hey, you know that the apostles are... Who was he talking to? Who was Jesus talking to? Come on. The, the disciples, right? The apostles. Yeah, he was, he was talking to them. And look at... He calls them what? Little flock. It's like saying, don't be afraid, potent kids. <laughs> Come on. Don't be afraid, potent kids. Don't, be, don't fear, huh? for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So he gives the kingdom even to little flock. The kingdom, when you begin to break that down, He's talking about the reign of God. He's talking about the power of God. 
is talking about you know, the, the, the dominion. It's talking about the rule of God. It's talking about the resources of God. It's talking about everything that God has. It's all in His kingdom. And He says He gives it to little flock. Are you afraid? Oh, Pastor, they told me by the 25th, if I don't pay this, then they will take everything. Do not be afraid, Amen. little flock. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, they are going to cut my water and my electricity. Do not be afraid, Amen. little flock. Ah, they are going to repossess my car. Do not be afraid, Amen. little flock. Amen. Hey, my house, I'm about to lose my house. Do not be afraid, little flock. Hallelujah. It is your father's pleasure Amen. to give you the kingdom. In the kingdom, there is a lot of water. Amen. There is a lot of power. Amen. There are, it's a massive expanse of real estate. Wow. Hallelujah. So if you lose one house and you get a kingdom, have you lost? You haven't lost anything. What is a house compared to a kingdom? Are you getting my point? Your heritage is the kingdom kingdom of God is your heritage. So let's celebrate that. Let's celebrate that. Huh? Let's celebrate that. I, 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 I thank God for his kingdom. Amen. I thank God for the, for the heritage that I have. Amen. I don't know about you. I'm grateful to God. Amen. Life only gets better. Amen. Okay? It's going to get better for you. It's going to get better for your children. Amen. Okay? If, if you don't believe anything, at least believe this one I'm saying. Alright? Things will get better for you. Amen. For the world, things are getting worse. But for you, it will be better. And if you stay long enough, you will hear testimonies to confirm what I'm saying. Hallelujah. Things you did not labor for will come your way. Opportunities will chase you like crazy. Hallelujah. You will be strong. You will excel. You will be fruitful. Now you are afraid to talk to your neighbor. You are going to bring multitudes into the kingdom. It's part of your heritage. Huh? If a fearful Peter who was who denied Jesus three times. Huh? When a girl says, You are part of no, 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 I don't know him. Honestly, to God, I don't know him. If that apostle can in one day bring three thousand people into the kingdom, you can do better. Come on. That was at the church in its infancy. Okay? 2,000 years gone. Come on, guys. We can do better. Touch your neighbor. Say, we can do better than the early church. Yeah, we can do better. I, I believe that. I don't know about you. I believe that. Amen. Hallelujah. So, somebody will just come to church with hundreds of people, thousands of people. Pastor, these are the people that followed me. Purpose, Kelebosa. 
Hallelujah. Hey, it's okay. Allow me to go in the world of imagination. In the kingdom, there's no limit. Hallelujah. He is able to do exceeding, abundantly, above that which you ask or think. According to his power. His power is at work. He says, for yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. How many people have the power of God in them? Come on, you receive the Holy Spirit, you have the power of God. You've received Jesus, you have the kingdom of God already. Now it's time for the glory to manifest. Let's stand up on our feet. Come on. Hallelujah. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.